If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. And yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah, hey, Kim, you remember that Bumblebee Tuna song? They would sing that when I'd walk into a room. They'd go, bum, bum, Bumblebee Tuna, Tuna. Oh, you're a lucky one, then. Oh, thank you so much. What about uh, what about the private pots? What about, uh, like, when it comes to women? What are you, uh, you know, have you ever seen in other ladies? Uh, no, only in porn. What kind of porn, what kind of porn do you like to watch, Kim? I didn't watch it. Someone showed it to me once. They said, hey, do you want to see some porn? And I had never seen it before. I was very young in my early 20s. And I said, sure. How old are you now? Oh, uh, in my 40s, late 40s. uh, You can still watch porn in your late 40s. It's more important now than ever. Yeah, I guess so. I guess well, so. But it didn't turn it didn't turn me on as much as a man would. Oh, sure. No, I mean it's no substitute, but it'll do it in a pinch, if you know what I mean, right? <laughs> You're right, right. Yeah. But I didn't see. I've never seen in uh, porn. I've never seen a man that wasn't circumcised. Yeah, they don't show a lot of those uncut weenies in porn. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh. So anyhow, I never asked him why he didn't get it, you know, fixed. Yeah. But he just never told me, and it was a shock. And it is like a turkey. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what do you got, Raj? What do you got? What do you got? Why are you laughing, Raj? Wait, hold on one second. Raj is giggling like a little school bitch over there. <laughs> hold on. What do you? What? Are you, what's so funny, Raj? Nothing. Nothing. JP. Just. Uh. Just. You know. You. Not every day you hear a woman comparing a man's penis to a turkey. Uh, just envisioning <laughs> when I uh, peel the skin back and stiff the. You know, stick the butter down there. Uh, all those years of uh, after the small one. Um, did he waller that thing out a bit? You. You keep it uh, right and tight with the Kegels. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. I, I went on nothing on my side that was wrong. It was That's just good. that, uh, and I always wondered about like if he had a, a girlfriend in the future or a wife, or if, if he ever told them. Well, it was just a surprise. So if you've okay. never seen one, I've never. You can no. make fun of it, but Take, if you if you've never seen one, they're interesting looking. Interesting. Let me uh, let me just know, just for the guys out there who do have microphallus, uh, if uh-huh. uh, if you do, you know, have kind of an abnormally small wiener, how how should you bring that up? Do you bring it up during drinks? Do you bring it up in appetizer while you're waiting for the check? Like <laughs> when you're in the front seat of the car? Like when when am I supposed to tell you that I'm not packing nothing down there? That I'm like a six year old boy. I think they're supposed to. Do, yeah, I think they tell you when they're you're, they're in the bed. And actually, it beca- when it becomes large, it's like normal. And I don't want to call people like that not normal. But when 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 the blood gets into the penis, it then it and then it gets an erection. It it all starts yeah. to. It's like he was a grower, not a shower. I believe is what you're trying to say, lady. Oh, yeah. Kind of like a water balloon. I was <laughs> like a water balloon, maybe. Well, t- it- oh, go ahead. Yeah. You feel like one of those little tubes, like the wacky, watery, wiggly things, like a little, you know, you squeeze them. Like yeah, a little, yeah. 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 Like that. Yeah. It's like that. And then they're soft, but firm. Because <laughs> they've still got that skin. 
You know, I'm starting to think we got a new career path, Raj. We just go talking about wieners every day, and we have ladies like Kim, or maybe just Kim, call up every day to talk about wieners. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, JP, because the thought of a small wiener disgusts me. I know. Rob, boy, Raj has one of those huge kielbasas. I'm talking when you used to go to the, the, the what was that store in the mall, Hickory Farms or whatever, and they're cutting up the summer sausage up front. That's what Raj has in his dungarees over there, I'll tell you. Calvin Klein. I used to work there in college, so, and I always thought of penises when I worked there. So you would sit there with all those summer sausages and the kielbasa and whatever and the gabagoo yeah. and you would just sit there thinking of wieners all day. I did and I would tell customers all beef, no fat. That was their motto. Is that, <laughs> is that how you like them, Kim? All beef, no fat. Uh-huh. Oh, she's a real treasure, Raj. I don't want to let her go. Well, I, I wouldn't either. Well, you know, you know, JP, that when I watch a porno, I won't watch a pornography with a man who's less than 11 inches. You know that about me. Raj is a bit of a size queen when it comes to the type of pornography that he cares to peruse. I'll tell you that much. You know, you, a lot of them, uh, a lot of them you might see in the NBA, if you know what I'm talking about. You might, uh, you might be teammates of Shaq and Penny, you know? And I love pegging. Oh, I know you love pegging, Raj. You ever do that? You ever do that before? Raj is really into that pegging. You ever do that, Kim? No, no. You ought to give that a try. If you're with a man now, just don't tell him it's coming. Just one of those surprise things like, you know, he's sitting there laying down watching some football in his belly or whatever. And you just come up from behind. You go, I got a little surprise for you, Pierre. You know, you maybe give that a shot. Hey, hey Kim, you ever, uh, you know, the, the guys that are on the show after us, uh, there are a couple peg bros themselves. You ever catch that show that comes on after uh, us? Liberal pussy. I do. I do. I do. I listen to it all the time. What are they called? What are their names if you listen to them so much? Uh, I don't know, but the ones in the evening or in the ones at night are even worse. I was listening to them last night, and they were talking about the women. And I thought, wow, they really need a woman on the show last night to talk yeah. about the men. Yeah, they're not yeah. so bad, those guys at night. But I'll tell you, those guys after us, the, the loudmouth liberal one and the one who pretends to be a Trump supporter, but we all know he's really, he's really riding with Biden. Those guys, they're hot garbage. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know. They're all pretty cool. Nah, they suck. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tell them that if I talk to them. Oh, no, don't do that. You're never going to talk to them. They don't even take real phone calls. What they do is they just they repurpose other radio shows' phone calls, and then they play them off like their own. It's this garbage thing they do that they think is funny, but probably nobody else does. You know what I mean, Kim? Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know you do. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, listen, we're going to let okay. you go. Thanks a lot for listening to the show. I appreciate it. Don't forget, yeah, Dead Man in the Envelope tomorrow, 1215. Thank you. Love you guys. Love bye. you back, Kim. Thank you so much. Bye. Take it easy. All right, bye. Love bye. you. Okay, love you. Okay, I gotta go. Okay, love joy. you. All right, bye. Love you. Okay, love you back. Bye. So uh, Dave tweeted me during that one and said, uh, how'd you guys decide who was going to be Roger and who was going to be JP? And we literally switched 15 yeah. seconds before we turned on the microphone. Yeah, it, it was our, you know, Drew was working on his, uh, on his Raj. It was really, really good. And then he just looked at me because you can do a JP, right? And I said, I think my Roger may, might be better. I don't know. Um, Cause sometimes I'll answer the phones if they're ringing and, uh, before our show starts and, uh, and I answered it and immediately she said, uh, she wanted to start talking about her, uh, she wanted to start talking about her ex-husband's tiny wiener. And how do you tell a lady like that, sorry, the show you're trying to call is over? Yeah. But by the way, were, were they or were they not on Best Of today? Oh, yeah, I think they were. Yeah, okay. yeah, they were. They now were. I feel even less bad about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But but hopefully they know and everybody knows we we love those guys. Oh, Absolutely love them. We wouldn't do the homage to them no, if we yeah. did not love yeah. them. And uh, that is done with nothing but respect and uh, admiration and love. Uh, but well, I would f the only way I would feel bad is if we had deprived them today of her phone call. But we didn't because yeah. they wouldn't have been here yeah. anyway. So really, she would have just gone in the great big universe of unheard phone calls. 
Imagine how many of those there are a day, you know? Like some of the greatest phone calls never heard? That sounds like yeah. a great documentary. The greatest radio phone calls never heard. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm Drew Garabo. He's John Senning, mm-hmm. and together we're Drew Garabo Live. Welcome to the show. And if you'd like to call, uh, whether it is or isn't about someone's small wiener, uh, our number is 727-579-1025 and 800 771 1025, and I would like to interject to uh, point to something that Kim said. I don't think that SBK show needs a girl on their show. I think they're just fine the way they are, and I like listening to them on my ride home. Yeah, me too. So there you go. A lot of stuff to talk about today. I mean, there is a lot going on. It is Take It Back Thursday, your opportunity to either ask for or grant contrition, forgiveness, whatever, when it comes to things that have been said, things that have been done, audio transgressions, real-life foibles, what have you, you're welcome to call in with them. Uh, Jack on Twitter said, your Roger and JP was your best bit ever, still laughing. Can you do your Calta tomorrow? I Mike's voice is like Stern's yeah. voice to me. Like, I I I can't imitate it because I it's just this unique. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. I wouldn't be able to do that. I will say Brett does a really good job. He does. He does. And And I know I couldn't, not only could I not do it better than he does, I don't think I could do it at all. Like I, I, his voice and Stern's voice have the same thing to me. Where, uh, uh, uh. no, no. See, maybe that's why I'm hesitant to even try. Just those noises that you made well, are, are the least feel, flattering. Well, noises. no, no, no. It's not. I'm just like, like that was me working up to it. Yeah. Well, you know, like he's work, like, work up to it. Like on he's your got, own a, time. he's got a very casual delivery. So it's like I feel like I got to work up to like put myself in that mind frame. I can do his like when he's doing a commercial voice. Uh, in my head, I can do it. Okay. But I, but I, but I can't do it out loud because I would sound like those noises that you were making. But that wasn't me giving an impersonation. Of yeah. him. that was just me working up to an impersonation. Yeah, they were awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Drew Grab alive. Hello. Who are you? Hi. This is uh, Rob. Hi, I Rob. Want to take it back? I feel bad for what I did uh, about a month ago. Oh, good. So. Hold on one second. We uh, we have a little intro that we like to play for Take It Back Thursday because we still do get Take It Back Thursday calls, which is great. I like the opportunity to uh, take back some of the horrible things I said. I love when people will try to take back some of the horrible things they said. And um, I guarantee you, I will at least try to take back anything that anyone asks me to today. Oh, snap. It looks like you might have to take it back. It's Take It Back Thursday. All right, what happened? Well, a couple months ago or a month ago, Everyone kept hanging up on you guys, and you guys nonstop at one after another. I contributed to that, and I kind of feel bad. Oh, no, dude. uh, Yeah. No way. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well played. That is well played. Wow. I mean, that's a four-star caller right there. Yeah, yeah, that was. Drew Grab Alive, how can I help you? Hi, David. Hey, man. That was hilarious. You guys doing JP and Raj? I just had to call in, man. That was hilarious, and I think they would have loved it. Well, I hope so. Uh, you know, it's uh, we we wouldn't wouldn't do it if we didn't love those guys, and they're a great lead in for us. And they uh, do two radio shows a day, which is probably two more radio shows than anyone should do in a day, but definitely one more radio show than anyone should do in a day. And uh, and thank you, I appreciate that very uh, very kindly. Thank you. All right, love you all. Show have a great day. Love you back. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. You like my restraint there? 
I didn't I didn't I didn't tell that guy that's a perfect tweet. I didn't tell that guy like that type of phone call is good to be tweeted or messaged or whatever. I accepted his phone call at face value and made him feel great for doing it. Well, sometimes I feel like things kind of just like bubble to the point to where people seem to appreciate something so much that a call is almost understandable. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there's a there's an acceptable level of funny to where yeah. if someone calls about it is yeah. acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying that I know for a fact that that was funny, but it does seem that from what I'm seeing, people appreciate it. People seem to enjoy it more than they usually do. I voted today. How'd that go, Mr. Garbo? All painless? So easy. So painless. I was, uh, uh, it's the easiest voting experience I've ever had in my life. Man, whoever, you always hear about problems at different places within the government, and I know that, like, unemployment and a lot of different things during the COVID era have been a mess. They need to get the people that are in charge of the, the, the elections currently to be handling other things, because I had to switch my address. I was blown away at how easy it was. You've had multiple good experiences. Like, they seem to have their S together, at least between Pinellas and Hillsborough County, when it comes to the voting situation. And those are two of the bigger counties in Florida where there could be a lot of opportunities for disaster. I had to change my last name from Garbo to Garabo after I didn't even ask how it got screwed up, because what does it really matter? Obviously, somewhere down the line, someone wrote my name in the wrong way. And so I couldn't vote as Drew Garabo. Uh, but uh, Phil Latimer, I think, is his name. He's the head of the Hillsborough County Voting uh, Board or Voting Precinct or whatever. Uh, that guy is running a tight ship of competent and friendly people because that experience yesterday, uh, the worst part about it was driving out to Falkenberg you know, and not getting to go to Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, it, that, you know, it, it, they fixed everything so easily, and um, it was awesome. And then I voted today with... I went into my local early voting precinct. The gentleman was very, uh, very friendly up front. The lady checked me in. No problems with my last name. They gave me my ballot, circled everything I should, gave it there. They stuck me, and I'm good. Hell yeah, man. You feel good about your choices? I definitely do. Spike and Joe, 727-579-1025. Okay. Joe who? Joe Jorgensen. Okay. Duh. Drew Gobble Live, hello. Hey, Drew, John. This is... My name's Chris. Hi, Chris. I responded to your tweet earlier just that, um, and realized that huh? about Jacob. What? I just want to let you two know, man, y'all do an awesome job with that young man every Wednesday and uh, any other time that it's called in. I just want to say thank y'all. Yeah, thank you. You know, for I, really stepping up and, and making a difference in a young man's life that really needs it. Well, I don't even know if he needs it as much as he appreciates it. He's um, well, that's I guess that's yeah. what I meant. I, oh, I, know. I didn't mean needs it. I know. In, you know. Listen, Jacob's a special but. dude. There's no doubt about that. The guy's been calling Tampa radio stations for decades, and he has earned a very special place in my heart and on our show. Our challenge before the idea for Jacob's Jukebox Jeopardy was how to corral and extract the enthusiasm from him and make it more fun for you to listen to. Does that make sense? Am I explaining that? No, absolutely. I-, I mean, that was, that's been a long-standing discussion and, 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 and something that we always have kind of wanted to do. And then uh, I think it was a conversation between me, you, and Joey where he may have even thrown out the Jeopardy, the angle, and, and we knew we wanted to do something music-related. And and uh, I think right now it's – I think he's never been happier, and, and nor have we. Yeah, and – um when Jacob came into our studio for his birthday, and credit where it is due, uh, Seth helmed the whole thing and and brought 
jumped through every hoop to get him here, which was which was a challenge. And then to have Ann Shepard slash Kelly come down and Kayla and everybody. It was just it was a very special day. And we turned the show over to Jacob that day. Uh, we made it the Jacob Two Times show. Uh, we uh, we did like little sounders for him. And to see the smile on his face that day, to see how proud his brother was of him and how happy it made their mom, I'm going to do whatever I can do to keep smiling, to keep that kid smiling. Um, I also realize that we have an obligation every day to put something together that's entertaining for you to listen to. You know, the show, as much as we would love for it to just be about Jacob two times, the show is about all of us enjoying the listening experience and the fellowship that we share every day from two to six. Not like fellowship as in we sit in a pew and, you know, worship a God, but I mean, I do in a way we kind of do, don't we? (laughs) So, uh, our challenge then was to look past the fun game of yet limited game of what did I have for dinner last night or what am I going to eat for lunch today and go, let's think of something bigger. So we came up with Jacob's Jukebox Jeopardy. Joey Flash put a bow on it. John and I work every week to uh, to come up with fun categories and we screw it up every single week. And then Jacob uh, wins every week except for last week when I beat him, which John didn't do yesterday. And... Uh, you know, by the way, you got your ass kicked yesterday. So, um, well, yeah, I, you know, I, I, never mind. What? Well, no, I just, you know, like you said, I like to keep Jacob smiling. So, you know, not that. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a great way to make me feel bad about winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so last night I got a I got a message from a dude and that's this is what that caller was referring to which is the only reason I'm explaining this I got a message from a dude on Facebook last night rarely do you get good messages from dudes on Facebook it's all you oh but, man check out my messenger uh, <laughs> I can only imagine and um I'm not saying that uh, nobody feels this way or should feel this way but I just don't know why you'd feel the need to express this to me and I got to look up on my messenger now because something about our office computers lately. Like, yeah, it's a mess. Every computer is is a mess, right? Yeah, it's not. It's just a, it's a thing. Yeah. So if this guy uh, is listening, sir, I'm not doing this to publicly humiliate or bully you. I'm just reading the message that you sent me. Love your show. Always have. Uh, J- do you think Jacob's listening? Jacob, no. Okay. But if you are Jacob, turn, turn it. Uh, love your show. Always have. I've been listening for years, but please. Enough with Jacob two times. It's annoying, boring, and cringeworthy. I'd be willing to bet the majority of your listeners feel the same. I should have taken him up on a bet. I should have proposed some sort of wager. But instead, I tried to kill him with kindness, love not shove, like my uh, radio friend and mentor Delilah and Delilah After Dark told me to do. We gotta, we gotta get her back around. She'll do whenever. I mean, yeah, she's yep. Just gotta pretend to be into Jesus. Uh, you couldn't be more wrong. I, I responded back. Almost everyone loves his spirit, positive energy, and inspiration. I've found that those who don't usually have some darkness in their heart, and it makes me sad for them. If you don't like it, you're certainly welcome to stop listening, but we definitely aren't going to put, stop putting him on the air. So then uh, Homeboy responds, thank you for at least replying. I honestly didn't think that you would reply. I get that a lot. People send a message, and then they go, wow, you responded. Like, wow, you sent me a message. I'm a guy. Like, uh, if I see a message, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond to a message. Usually. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think most people do that. Oh. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I feel privileged. Many. This is an unfortunate route he took. I have disabled people in my family as well. 
I just find the segment not entertaining, but maybe I do have darkness in my heart. I will not stop listening. I enjoy the show. Also, I apologize for the punctuation since I used voice to text. Best show on 102.5. So I, um, I responded with, I'd say that if you can't find the beauty in encouraging a kid with cerebral palsy who is blind, finding joy in playing a game on the radio, it says some very unfortunate things about what's in your heart and mind. I hope you can find a way to improve as a human being and find out what it is. And he said, you have a way of words, Mr. Grabo, and a good heart. My apologies. Which I don't understand the apology there. You said what you said. You felt what you felt. I just don't know why anybody would, would feel the need to bring that to us. So I wanted to kind of, you know, see if other people felt the same way, which is why I put it on the Drew Grabo Live Facebook page as well as the Twitter. And, um, you know. People seem to love having Jacob on the show. The great majority of people seem to enjoy what we do with him. Yeah, I think that is a very, very uh, niche group, if not, you know, just that man alone who if even if you have things like that, that that cross your mind, I don't think anybody would normally type them. So I think that guy's on an island personally. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I hope that he accepts the rowboat towards better shores that we're trying to send his way, man. I don't know what you're wrestling with. A lot of people are this pandemic the election the manipulation from iran and russia that we're going to talk about next they've turned people into people who they aren't shadow people if you will we're seeing it happen a lot we've been successfully manipulated through media social media and culture and some of you some of us are struggling with that the wrong way and choosing to take it to extremes and isolate yourself and sit on some moral high ground as if your opinion is the right one and the only one. And anyone who feels another way is somehow, what, less than human? Wrong? I don't want to be like that. If you want to be like that, awesome. Be that way. Just know that the rest of us are looking at you going, sad. Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Yes, Radio Gold. Your show is all about me. I'd like you to take something back. Angelo so perplexes me, but I I, I think I kind of love him. Yeah, you guys got a you guys got a weird thing. It's just old yeah. school, you know. It's yeah. it's like you guys got history, and that that counts for a lot. Yeah, and, and if you're a new listener of the show, you know, yeah, no, we, listen, Angelo. There's no denying that there is definitely something that you bring to the table. Obviously, we just hang up on you every time, which now would be should have went to hang up on him. But Angelo called about seven years ago to take me to task for telling people. <laughs> not to swerve for squirrels because I, I think a lot of car accidents happen when there's a squirrel in the road and someone jerks the wheel and then they get into a car accident. So I tell people just run over the squirrel and Angela is such an animal lover that that rankled him. And since then, we've had a somewhat adversarial, sometimes creepy, but mostly playful relationship on the phone. What would you like for me to That's take back, Angelo? Drew, that time at that time you had a two-hour show. Yes. Do you realize you spent an entire hour of <laughs> taking calls from people yeah. saying why it's okay to run over squirrels? Oh yes, no. I, I'm surprised it was only one hour, Angelo. I, I would be very. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all to find out it was both hours of the show. Well, they can all go to hell. But I, I would like you to take back the fact that you think it's okay to take back uh, to run over squirrels. You're really no. to crack a no, never, well, never. I mean, never. Angelo, you know I love you and I love animals, but I mean, if if the deal is if I got kids in the, or granny in the passenger seat and it's possibly run off the road, hit a tree and die or kill a squirrel, like you think I should kill my family rather than run over a squirrel? I would have a hard time forgiving myself if I actually saw my tires run over any kind of furry animal running across the road. Right, but that's How you. You're 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 micro 
passionate when it comes to, or hyper passionate when it comes to animals. And I get that and I respect it, but, and I truly mean this, I'm not saying this to get under your skin. When I see a dead squirrel, I think there is a meal for a crow or a buzzard. That's exactly what I think. I have no emotional attachment to the squirrel. And to me, they are nothing more than carrion for the buzzard or the crow. Here's what I think when I pass over a dead animal somewhere. You know what I say right after I go by it? Tell me. Bastard, SOB, jackass, for whoever hit that poor animal. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a family that lives, but uh, I, I get you, Angelo, but I'll never take that back. In fact, thank you for reminding me to double down and tell people to intentionally run over a squirrel well, today. Well, there's a stretch between intentional and okay. uh, All right. Murder. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, go track down a squirrel from a tree, bludgeon it with. No. Uh, don't run over a squirrel unless you absolutely have to. Okay, is that a, is no, that a, for me? Yeah, I don't know if that's enough for Angelo, but it's enough for me. Don't run over a squirrel unless you absolutely have to, unless it's right in front of you. And if you swerve, you're gonna you're gonna kill your family. Have you ever have you ever actually run over a, a living being before? No, if I do, I freak out. Like, I, I mean, yeah, I think I've only hit one thing, and I think it was like a, a raccoon when I was vi- when I was still in high school, and I just remember that like crunching, oh, popping feeling under my tires, and it. It stuck with me for days. Like, I remember it to this day. It's just a very gross feeling to run over an animal. I ran over a turtle in a golf cart. Oh, no. No, I know. And, uh, I I can't deal. If I ever ran over a dog, literally, I would oh my still gosh. Be, I, w- yeah. I would wake up in cold sweat. I don't know what I, I don't know what I would do. Like it would that would send me down a path where I'd I'd probably I'd have to seek some 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 help. How many? Okay, we have on average. Well, we have no idea how many listeners we have, but because Tampa is such a big metropolitan area, let's say at the low end right now there are half a million people listening. Okay, how many of them have run over their own dog? I'm just I asked I just asked a question. I didn't I didn't say I just asked a question. Out of 500,000 people, how many of them have run over their own dog? What, all of a sudden I'm Hitler because I said that? I just it, it's a question that popped into my mind thanks to Angelo. It's Thank a very you Angelo. Morbid question. Thanks Angelo for putting that in my head. Um I don't know. We we ran over our own cat. Uh, at, when we well, were, that's just as bad. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I understand. I, yeah, for you cat people. But yeah, I will never forget that. In the back of mom's minivan, we were pulling out of the driveway. I was probably about six years old. I heard uh, there was a crunch and a and a pop and a snap and a ooze. And then my mom, I remember she got out. Like it happened so quickly. I just remember her screaming not to get out of the car. Oh, like I remember her yelling like not to get out, not to get out. And then. Oh. I don't have any visuals of the situation, but I think later that night it was informed to us that, you know, that was the cat that, that we had run over. Drew Grabo Live, hello. Who are you? We killed a lot of cats in our family, though. Drew, John, this is Virginia Mike. Hey, Good Vir- afternoon. What's up, Virginia Mike? How you doing? Not too bad. I have something to take back. All right. Hold on. Let me play the, the – let me hold on. Game. Hold on. Let me take. We'll play the Take It Back uh, Thursday music. By the way, is this Raleigh, Virginia Mike? You see what I did there, Raleigh, Virginia? Yeah, like, really, Virginia? Really? <laughs> it is not. Oh. oh. I am so sorry for that outburst. Maybe it's time to take it back. It's Take It Back Thursday. Sorry. Uh, just so I reset, Take It Back Thursday is when people call up and they want to take things back or they want to ask us to take things back. Things that happened in the past on this radio show or in real life, but mostly on this radio show. Go ahead. So a couple months ago, I called in and I was telling a story about the wonderful band Revolution, and I kept referring to them as Revelation, not on purpose, 
I don't know why in my mind. I just thought it was revelation. And I have practiced and practiced and practiced. And I am now confident that I can say that the wonderful band Revolution will always now be revolution and not revelation. Anymore. It's always interesting to me the things that stick in people's minds. I, I would have yeah. done something like that and maybe yeah. let it go after a week or two. Yeah, yeah. I would say, sir, you sound like a really hell of a guy, really nice. I would personally say this is not worth a take it back call. Do you agree? Um. Like he mispronounced a word. Like I don't think that's what the basis of what 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 this is. John, I'm not the type of guy, unlike you, who's going to shame someone for taking the time and calling us because they're our customers. Uh, but now that John has started to lead me down this road, I would say that it is because of calls like this that we consider scrapping Take It Back Thursday because it yeah. is an absolute atrocity and an insult to the very construct of Take It Back Thursday. You solely have the potential to nuke this bit with inadequate, flaccid, impotent calls like yours. But again, I'm not the type to insult our customers. Wow. <laughs> cool. That's just me, though, John. You know, I, I appreciate these people. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm far more offended by that call than the mispronunciation of a band. So, you know, you've you, you one day you could... Almost get a take it back call for making that call, but not the original call. Maybe that's his plan. Maybe he's going for the long con. Yeah, yeah. He's going to call us two weeks from now and go, hey, guys, I want to take back that yeah. call that I made. And that one, just at the basis of it, is already better than the one he just made. Way better. Yeah. And he hasn't even made it yet. Yeah. Like, the call you don't make is better than the call that you made. And that applies to just about everybody. By the way, we're doing the stage announcements for Sarah Nation. <laughs> Sarah Nation. I know. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> Sometimes I Sometimes, man, this show's just moving too fast for me, man. We're doing the stage announcements for, uh, unofficially, not through the radio station, for uh, for Sarah Nushin at uh, at the Rock Park on uh, on Friday night. That's tomorrow. All right, hang on. We have a bunch of people on hold right now. Probably a lot of them have killed their own dogs, so you definitely no. don't want to go anywhere. Also, uh, have you been manipulated by Iran and Russia? The telltale signs. Next. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 